Nerd Mode, Episode 30, 5x5, begins in 3, 2, 1. Good evening, gentlemen. We've got a great night in store for you. I see a lot of new faces out there, as well as some familiar ones, so I'm not going to yammer on too long. I want you all to sit back, enjoy the service, the scenery. But most of all, enjoy the show. Hit it. Are you sure you want to do this? I know people do it in movies all the time, but there are bound to be real-world consequences. He's kind of a nerd. It's cool. I'm taking it back. Everyone else is growing and changing all the time, and that's not really my jam. I'm more of a fast-blinking, stoic, removed, uncomfortably self-aware type. I'm being extremely clever up here, and there's no one to stand around looking impressed. What's the point in having you all? Okay, so 10 out of 10 for style, but minus several million for good thinking. Show's gonna last three weeks! Six seasons and a movie! You are currently listening to Nerd Mode from nerdmode.com, the podcaster's guide to the galaxy. If you would like to contact the show, go to www.nerd-mode.com, and there you can find the links to our email, to our Twitter feed, to our Instagram account, and also to the community group and the fan page on Facebook. Uh, If you don't want to go to the website, which I really wish you would because it's kind of cool, you can email us at nerdmode42 at gmail.com or like us on Instagram and Twitter at nerdmode. The show can also be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean if you just do a little search for nerdmode. Hello, everybody. I am back. Um, it's been a really long time since I had an episode, and I deeply, deeply apologize for that. Um, things, personal life, have been pretty busy, but pretty awesome. Uh, one downside that's arose the past uh, few weeks is my co-host, Ditsy B, uh, is on a new crewing schedule at work. So what that means is before our, uh, our shifts lined up perfectly every day, unless one of us had overtime, uh, if I went in at 7, she went in at 7, we both left at 3 kind of thing. Well, now she is on a different crewing where she only works days and afternoons, and I'm still working days, afternoons, and midnights. Um, So that literally means every we have two weeks on where our schedules line up, and then we have four weeks where we don't even see each other. Um, So it makes it a little bit trickier getting into the studio. Um, Hopefully... Uh, I don't think this week, but next week we'll both be on days. Uh, hopefully we can get Ditsy V back on the, on the show, and we can get another episode out. Um, this is kind of a – the start of this will be just like a state of the union kind of thing. Um, I am also talking to Mike about potentially getting better recording equipment. I want to get a nicer microphone and possibly a uh, a soundboard. Um, because on the show, I have all these little segments and stuff I like to do. 
And in my head, each one has its own little sound, its own little tidbit. I want to have like a thing where I can just hit a button and play the sound uh, and not have to stop recording at all. Uh, if I can get that set up, the episodes will go much sooner and come out much faster. Um, it'll be nice to really trim back on the editing process as a whole. Um, I also put extensive work into compiling all of the movie casts that we have done. I have a notebook here. You can hear the... I'd love to say that's all ideas, but it's just a start. Um, I have a list of the movies we've talked about casting so far. I also have... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight movies of my casts listed out. So whoever was planning on seeing me in Groot Socks and winning a pair of them on their own, better get to it. I've only got about six movies left that I have to compi compile. Um, and then I also am jotting down all my little ideas. Uh, Things that I come up with, like while I'm at work, and I'll write down on a scrap of paper, and I'll bring it home, and now I'm putting it all in one place instead of all these random documents all over the place. Uh, and it's literally just a uh, basic edition blue spiral notebook. So old school. Um, I need to get caught up on shout outs. Boy, do I. Um, I've had a really good run. Uh, I don't know. I've talked about it in the past. I, I go to a store and I'll wear a t-shirt. Like, all my shirts are nerdy. Uh, right now I'm wearing a bright yellow, kind of a neon green Batman shirt. Um, and it seems like everywhere we go, somebody compliments my shirt. So I am going to make business cards to hand out to them. Say, hey, you like my shirt? Get a business card. And they'll also get an instant shout-out on the next up recording. Um, the... There's been people at McDonald's. I had a, a long conversation with a guy that worked behind the counter about CM Punk joining MMA, uh, UFC and doing MMA, and we're both on the same board where we're trying to decide if we should watch because neither of us are really into mixed martial arts so much. Um, at least UFC, I don't know. I might be biased. It seems like the UFC fan base is what keeps me from watching it. Um, so shout out to him. He knows nothing of the show, so he's not going to hear it. Uh the one gal that pretty much is always working at Hot Topic, bright green hair, complimented my Doctor Who shirt that my girlfriend Stephanie bought me. It's a Doctor Who Mario mashup. I love it. Um, to the fellow behind the gas station counter who, over a line of customers, yelled out, best in the world to me for, uh, for wearing, again, a CM Punk t-shirt. Uh, and then the biggest shout-out this uh, episode is going to go to Nick Wilson and his band Fiction for Bandits. Nick is a, uh, a new avid listener of the show, so thank you again for all the feedback, Nick. Um, and I have been talking about, you know, it's slow going, no rush at all, about potentially recording an official nerd mode theme. So it won't be the, the one that I've been using for this year and a half, two years. It would be an official, only he heard here on nerd mode, no sharing of sound bites from various sources of pop culture. So uh, we'll get, we'll more on that as it develops. There's no rush at all. I, I'm just excited. Uh, so again, thank you, Nick, for for listening and su and supporting the show, emailing us with all your thoughts. And then one final shout out to uh, Tyler and Jason, uh, the new members of my crew at uh, at 3M where I work. I shifted crews, 
and work with two guys. We are all very like-minded in the world of pop culture, literature, zombies, all American Horror Story fans. It's awesome. Well, I don't know if Tyler is, but I know Jason is, so so that's cool. Uh, so yeah, those are my shout-outs. Hopefully I got caught up. Um, I know there was emails sent to me about the top the topic of the last show. One was from Mike, this really long, amazing story of his own League of Gentlemen play. I'm going to leave that for another time when he can be on the show so we can talk about it because it was what he came up with was so cool that it would make its own movie. And I'm nervous about talking about stuff like that on here because somebody might be listening like, that is a good movie. And then somebody loses a really cool idea. Uh, so that is that. Um, let me load up... Uh, one quick thing and see what's going on in the world of pop culture. Um, I'm trying to think of, see, I want to save, okay, the idea of today's episode, the five by five, um, I'm not going to explain what that term means. Somebody has to email in, contact the show and tell me what five by five means. What reference is that? Uh, ultimately that's going to be a new set, pretty regular part of the show where, we come up with just a top five kind of thing. It's really nothing too fancy. Um, but it's a a good way to uh, get conversation going, and it's not too complicated. Uh, I'll read off a handful of the ones that I, we're planning on doing. The first one, this one's just going to be a very basic general top five things you need in your life right now. Uh, but here's a few more uh Five science tech, uh, science tech we want stuff from sci-fi movies. Movie themes that are overused. Celebrities who might be aliens. That would be a fun one. Uh, best weapons in the zombie apocalypse. Underrated villains. Video games that should be movies. Uh, best soundtracks. Biopics need to be made. Movies about actual historical figures that we need big budget films on. Uh, TV shows that, re- that need to return, movies that need a sequel, movies that need a prequel. Um, just I have tons of these, almost an entire page. So I'm going to work through and start um, adding this to the show regularly. I mean, it would be a great mini-episode thing. Um, here's another one, favorite retro games. Rage, rage quit moments and nostalgia triggers, things that... You see or hear that instantly make you become incredibly nostalgic for the years gone by. Uh, Let's see. um, A few quick moments. Uh, It's been a really tough week, a few weeks, actually probably a month or so, um, with losses in the uh, pop culture industry. Um, In wrestling, we lost Dusty Rhodes and Roddy Roddy Piper. Uh, Leonard Nimoy passed away. Um, it's, like I said, it's been tough, you know, they, they always talk about how there's, uh, um, the rule of three, you know, there's three famous people passing away in a row, but this has been a lot more than that. It's been really, really tough. Um, I'm sorry, breaking the show for a second here. And then, uh, most, uh. Recently, uh, yesterday, Yvonne, Yvonne Craig, uh, who played Batgirl in the Adam West era, uh, passed away. And that bummed me out, too, because uh, um, I love 
the Adam West era. I thought that was a really good good time, and she was the best uh, uh, Batgirl out there. No, nothing against Alicia Silverstone, but uh, pretty amazing. Uh, it's been tough, and I know there's some I'm forgetting because it just seemed like there's so many. Um, so we got that out of the way, you know, the bummer of it all. Uh, we'll move forward. Um, I have been seeing a lot of movies lately, so I'm... I'm not going to have this be part of my top five. Well, maybe the top five movies I've seen in the last six months. Um, Inside Out was amazing um, for grown-ups and for kids. Uh, very clever. The uh, How they portray uh, how emotions and thoughts and memories work is pretty unique. Um, and overall, it's a great movie. I also saw Mad Max, which was beyond awesome. That's coming out to DVD anytime now. Um, let's see, what else have I seen? Now that I'm sitting here recording, I'm drawing a blank on every single movie that I've seen in the theater. Uh, I know there was more than five. All right, we'll skip over that. Like I said, I feel like I'm rushing. but I'm trying to make this a mini-episode. I want to talk for an hour. Um movie previews that I've seen. The new Batman Superman movie looks awesome. I was really apprehensive at first because um, I'm not crazy about Superman. I, uh, I'm i not going to say I was against Bat, uh, the new Batman, uh, Ben Affleck. I was actually kind of, kind of excited for it because he's a good actor. Seeing the preview, boom, looks awesome. Uh, let's see, the new Suicide Squad movie. Preview for that looks really, really good. Um, there's a lot of praise on it. Uh, Jared Leto's Joker aside, it looks like they're doing something a little different with him. But I, I'm going to wait to hold all judgments until I see the final product. Um, feels like I've talked about this before. When Heath Ledger was uh, picked to be the Joker, everyone was just all up in arms. Uh, saying he wasn't going to do it and he nailed it and became one of the best Jokers of all time. Um, so we'll, we'll see, we'll wait to see what happens there. Uh, but it sounds like the movie is making rave reviews. Uh, I, I, I'm excited for it. Um, I'm also excited to see Ant-Man. Um, but I don't know if I'm going to get to see that in the theater anytime soon. Everything has been so busy. So that might be a DVD purchase. Uh, we also, oh, we saw the Minions movie. It was cute. I don't know. I'm not crazy about the minions, but the girls love them. So it was fun. I, I laughed a bit, but uh, uh, I, I can't say I would marathon that one anytime. I know when it comes out to DVD, we're going to have to buy it, and we're going to have to watch it a few times there. But overall, for me, the minion thing, I think the movie was great and the characters are great. It's the Facebook thing on the minions, right? They're everywhere. People are taking random inspirational or aggressive quotes, you know, like, take me as I am, you know, deserve me at my worst, deserve me better, that kind of stuff, and they're just sticking a minion next to it. So it's recycling all these quotes, and then all of a sudden there's a minion standing there. I don't know. I'm just not crazy, uh, crazy about the minions. I'm not, I'm not a fanatic. <coughs> um, uh, let's see, video games. I'm going to quick... Hash out some video games I've been playing. I'm getting back into that now. A little more free time. 
So I'll, instead of being in the studio here recording for you guys, I am playing my Xbox. I started playing Evolve. Very fun game, but you die a lot. Um, I don't know if anybody here has played it. The premise is you can... It's, it's touted as being an online four versus one. But uh, I've been playing solo. I've been playing offline because I'm not quite ready in skill and mentality to play against other people who have been playing it since its release. I know if I went on there, I would die a lot more than I am already. Um, where you can choose to be one of four hunters, or you can be this giant beast that evolves as you play. Um, great premise, fun game. My downside is when you play, you don't have much time as the beast to evolve. Like they talk about how you get stronger and stronger and stronger, but I, unless it's online, if you guys are playing online, let me know what your experience is. When I play it offline, you barely have any time, and then all of a sudden the four hunters are on you. So you kill like three or four of these weird little gazelle-like creatures, and as you eat them, you're supposed to evolve, get better armor, better abilities, stronger, what have you. And it's just not happening. Like I, I barely get to a spot where I can kill a couple little measly creatures and eat them, and then all of a sudden the four hunters are on me, and so I die a lot. Um, when I play as a hunter, I do better because it's four on one. Um, it ends up being funner that way. So where my struggle is, if I go online, I'm going to play as the monster and get killed a whole bunch. Or I'm going to jump on and play as hunters and potentially be yelled at by a bunch of 12-year-olds, and I'm not up for that either. So um, we'll see what happens. I'm going to play that one a little bit more. Uh, I've also been playing a lot of Minecraft, as per usual. They have a new mashup pack. If you haven't downloaded any, if you thought they're a waste of money, if you get a chance, the Greek mythology mashup pack is amazing. Um, it's just this giant, beautiful Greek world they created. Uh, it comes with the Colossus. It has the Trojan horse. It even, I believe, is considered Atlantis. Which isn't really part of... Eh, maybe it's part of the Greek culture. Devin, let me know if I'm right or wrong there. Um, and normally I'll play... When I get a mashup pack, I will play it uh, in creative mode and just uh, fly around. But this time I was like, no, I'm going to play in survival mode. I'm actually going to explore and find these little hidden things. You know, like hidden switches here. And there are some. I'm not going to tell you where. you got to find them. Um, but... uh. Yeah, definitely check that out if you have Minecraft and the the possibility of downloading the expansion pack. It's like two ninety nine, completely worth it. Um, I have been exploring this world for probably about two three hours, and I still am finding things. Uh, when you're walking along a shoreline trying to figure out how to get back to the Colosseum, and all of a sudden you can see lights under the water, so you have to go and find the entryway. And then you're in this giant underground underwater. Um, dome it's 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 very visually striking um i have been playing dying light on the xbox one which is awesome but honestly kind of terrifying um i had it's a it's your usual zombie killing game it's very very similar to dead island only it has the free running parkour style that uh mirror's edge had and the zombies are much harder to kill than on 
dead islands. So chances are you're going to want to try to avoid them, and by doing so you have to do a lot of free running, jumping around. Um, but the hardest part is at nighttime. I'm trying to remember what they're called, but it's like these uber zombies. They're totally terrifying. Come running after you, and they actually can climb and jump a bit too, so you really have to book it to a safe house. Um, so I'll be playing and then the sun goes down and I'm immediately just making a mad dash for the nearest safe house, sleep until day and then go back out and do some more missions. It's, if you've played like any quest based game, uh, the Elder Scrolls series, uh, Dead Island, uh, Dead Rising, games like that, um, it's, it's very similar to that. You have to go out, collect, um, painkillers for people, water, what have you, but around it is you can craft weapons, things like that. Very fun. Uh, last game I've been playing lately is uh, I tried the new Fallout Shelter game for Android. And I'm going to have to talk to Mike because he beat the game. I mean, he got a full Fallout Shelter, 100%, all across the board. And I am tanking, so I actually uninstalled it. I got really frustrated. It felt to me like you had to pay money to play it, um, which I'm fine buying an app. Like, if an app costs $3 and it's worth it, I'll buy an app to play it. You know, it's no big deal. If we're going to spend $60 on a console game, $3 for an app game isn't a big deal. But I don't like it when games come out that are free, but purposely make it difficult for you to play unless you throw money at it and buy upgrades and this one has lunch boxes that are full of cards that give you bonuses in the game things like that so i don't like it when it's a pay-to-play situation you know uh what were those the war games that are so big right now the one with heidi klum well not heidi klum uh the other model chick i don't follow model so much Underwood something. Kate Upton, yeah. Um, the one that she's in the commercials for, inexplicably, for whatever reason, they think that she's supposed to... She's, I guess she's selling the game. It works. That one's notorious for it. You, you start up the game, and then all of a sudden you have to pay money to keep up with the other people you're playing against. And it, there's some people have... I've read an article just last week about somebody forked out like seven grand on this game. And it's not like you're buying upgrades. You're buying soldiers that will die, and then you have to buy more. Like, it's it's kind of a, I don't know, it's it's a messed up thing. Like, I don't like it. I would much prefer, like, if, for instance, the issue I'm having on um, Fallout Shelter is that you basically, it starts out pretty cool. You, you have probably about 10 survivors. You build a fallout shelter. It's based off the Bethesda software game. Um, and you have to maintain water, food, power, things like that. And each person has their own little abilities. You put them in the right room and get things running. My first game it was just horrible. I tried to expand way too fast. I know exactly what happened there. Um, so I had to cancel. Sorry, everyone in Vault 1.8 or 8.17, I apologize. But I just I had to start over. So I started a new vault, and it was going great. I was taking my time. I wasn't rushing any of my abilities, just letting it expand kind of naturally. When I needed more space, I added on. So I had tons of med kits, tons of rad packs, tons of bottle caps, which are money in this game. 
Um, everything was running swimmingly, and then instantly, for no reason at all, it stopped producing water. It stopped producing power. Nothing in the game actually changed. It just stopped producing things. So instantly, all my people got sick. So there went all my med packs. There went all my rad kits, uh, which get rid of radiation. It just burned through my entire collection pretty much instantly. And then, so I healed all my people. Cool. Like a minute later, they're all sick and half alive again. And I'm like, oh gosh. So it's one of those things that almost forces you to spend money, buy these lunch boxes that are full of cards so you can get caps and things to keep it running. So hopefully, Mike from Mike Beatty vs. the World, I don't know if he put money out. I need to talk to him and find out exactly what he did to literally maximize his vault the way he did. If you go to his page on Facebook, he posted a picture. It's pretty impressive. I saw that, and immediately I'm like, well, what did I? I felt like a chump. But in my two games so far, it just instantly decides it's not going to run well. Like, I don't know. It feels feels shady to me. Um, so give it a shot. It's fun. But prepared for your first and most likely your second vaults to fail. I don't know what Mike did. Got to find out. Very curious. Um, uh, like I said, I am officially in Nerd Mode Studios full-time now, so that's cool. Uh, I'm looking into getting a new microphone. I guess the Yeti brand or model is really good, but it's like 150 bucks. I don't know. We'll have to see. When I start putting out weekly episodes, then I'll start thinking about that. And then the same with uh, getting a soundboard. That is something I do want to get. Um, the reason I want to get a microphone is because my girlfriend Stephanie and I have been talking very lightly about her being on the show very regularly in a Walking Dead wrap-up episode hopefully every week right after Walking Dead. Either Sunday night or the following Monday we are going to plop down plop down in the studio and uh, hammer out an episode about what we think uh, think about the... I'm guessing we're going to incorporate Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead, which is coming out this month. Um, so yeah, that should be fun. She was on a, a Walking Dead episode before, and it was a great time, and hopefully I'll get a nicer microphone so we don't have to sit with our noses together and talk into this little Turtle Beach headset deal. Uh, so that's kind of the state of the union, state of the address. Um, that's where we're at. Um, and then on that note, uh, since I won't be able to have my sister on the show nearly as much as I'd like, this is an open request. Anybody listening, anybody that's been on the show previously, um, if you'd like to be on the show, send me an email, send me a message on Facebook through the group, um, uh, email is nerdmode42 at gmail.com. Uh, find me on Facebook under nerdmode, Twitter and Instagram at nerdmode. Get a hold of me. Uh, those are the three easiest ways to do it. Um, let me know if you'd like to be on the show and what you'd like to talk about. I'm, I'm pretty open. If somebody gives me a topic and I don't know much about it, I'll, uh, I'll load up the Wikipedia and I'll do some research and that's how I'm learning a lot of cool stuff. Um, I've already sent a request to Tyler at work. Maybe we'll get him on the show sometime and we'll talk about literature or uh, TV shows, movies, stuff that's really cool on Netflix, things like that. Um, so, like I said, anybody who's been on the show or would like to be on the show, give me a holler. 
it's it's a fun time. All we need is a uh, is you to be on Skype essentially, and then give you a quick call, and boom, we're recording an episode. Uh, so now that's going along swimmingly, twenty seven minutes, nice. Uh, off the top of my head, I had a list here somewhere, and of course I lost it. This is the 5x5. Five five. Like I said, if you can tell me what that reference is, uh, kudos, you will, you will get a shout-out because I do that. Five things you need in your life right now. Um, I asked my sister to contribute, and overachiever that she is, she gave me good grief. Let me find it. She gave me uh, top five movies, top five albums, top five books. Um... I mean, she really went overboard, and so I'm trying to figure out, I'm going to take a little bit from each, because she has four things, um, so I'm just going to guess what her top five are going to be, and then I'm going to throw mine out there. Mine are pretty all across the board. One of her top fives is Outlander. She loves the show Outlander, and I guess... It's a time travel show where a gal from already in, like, way in the past falls back even even further into the past. So um, I haven't watched it because I struggle with that. Uh, I'm sure you guys have heard me talking about Downton Abbey and how I really have a tough time. Unless there's a TARDIS zipping around, I have a tough time with that that period of uh, time for storytelling. So I'm going to throw out there uh, Outlander. Uh, she also really loves Ratchet and Clank, that game series, and I've watched her play it. It's a fun game to watch. So, Outlander, Ratchet and Clank, top five bands. Ooh, we're gonna throw out Nine Inch Nails because I know she loves Nine Inch Nails. These are all like this is one of five things under each category she sent me. Top five book series. Um. I'm going to say she's been really into Vampire Academy. I don't know much about it. I'm kind of burnt out on vampires. The whole Twilight thing kind of ruined it for me. But she says it's really good, uh, to which I asked, is there any love triangles? She said, no. I'm like, okay, good. Then I can check it out because I'm really tired of vampires and love triangles. True Blood. I love True Blood. That did that as well. Um, she doesn't have a fifth thing. So we're going to throw... For Angie, because um, she didn't list it, Dying Light as well, because she is really into that. And we're hopefully sometime this week going to try and do a co-op thing online and see what that's like. All right. So that's Angie. So one last time. It is the TV show Outlander. The, uh... Oh, where did it go? Oh, no. <coughs> So we got Outlander, Ratchet and Clank, Nine Inch Nails, uh, Vampire Academy, and Dying Light. Hopefully Angie, or Ditsy B, um, that, that that list sums it up. Um, because of hers was so general and covered so much, I just picked one of each. The things that I know she's been obsessing about. Mine is very random. Um, for a TV show. Wayward Pines. If you get a chance to check out Wayward Pines, um, I know the last time I recorded this, I hadn't watched an ep- episode yet, and I was unsure. 
because I am a huge Twin Peaks fan that I thought, oh gosh, it's just they're just stealing Twin Peaks. Well, no, it's actually almost like a love love letter to Twin Peaks. It has nods to it, and the author of the book actually said like it was heavily, um, heavily, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Inspired by Twin Peaks. So in that case, I'm okay with it, but it. Only after two episodes you realize this is not Twin Peaks. It is a totally different story. Um, it goes all across the board. It's And it's not one of those that gives you some weird just before the credits kind of like, <gasps> and makes you watch again the next week because you got to find out what happened just before the credits. It is a constant, constant story. Um, lots of twists and turns. Uh, and it's an M. Night Shyamalan production i don't think he was heavily in in like the directive but um you can see twists from him too and it's almost it's like you almost think like m knight's back a little bit you know he he focused less on that last three minute plot twist of a of a movie and added that over the course of an entire series so it's really good um the next thing i am going to throw out there well i'm going to say again uh the Minecraft Greek mythology expansion um, is really, really awesome. Uh, I can only talk about it so much without repeating myself. For a board game, I have a tie. Zombie Dice or Super Fight, which I got a starter kit in Loot Crate. Super Fight is very similar to Cards Against Humanity, but it's the whole family can play it. And basically, it's a discussion game. Uh, you have four sets of cards. Uh, one is characters, and it's everybody from Godzilla to Keanu Reeves. Um, one card is the play says literally the player sitting next to you, to your right. So I can be played also. I'm like, oh, I'm Annabelle. The next set is a power that your character has. Everything from they can spawn unlimited loot crates to their hands are constantly on fire to. Um, they have rocket launcher legs. It's just ridiculous things. Um, the next set of cards is where you're fighting everywhere from an underwater sea lab to a giant rope, rope bridge. And then the last one is why you're fighting. And that's the funniest part. You could be, um, I'm trying to remember most of them. The main one that sticks out is you're having custody battle over another character and you have to draw another card. It's just silly so everyone plays, I mean, we played one-on-one versus, and we had four people playing, or five, like a whole battle royal. And you each draw out the cards, and you look at your character, what you ended up with, and you have to debate on who would win this battle. And a lot of times, you end up debating for someone else's character, not your own. It's really fun. Um, Amazon has a 500-card super pack out there. That's huge. Like The possibilities are endless. So zombie dice, pick up the expansion dice for it. The uh, um, there's the cheerleader in the hunk pack, I think it's called. And then there's also one I've got in my Amazon cart. It's a school bus twelve sided die. Um, super fight. Zombie dice, pick those up. Really fun time. Easy to start. Easy to play. Easy to clean up. Because um, some board games like Settlers of Catan, which while is very fun, takes forever to get started. Um. So I've got, what did I put? Wayward Pines, Super Fight, uh, 
zombie dice. Uh, the next thing, the Mad Max movie. When that comes out, go out and buy it. It is totally awesome. Um, I think it really holds true to the original Mad Max series. Um, and in some cases, I think it does better because the acting in this is really good. The cars are super awesome. Lots of drama. Um, great effects. Awesome. I mean, it's a 90-minute it's a chase scene through the desert with cars that have flamethrowers on them. And guys jump around on bungee cords. It's just, it's just crazy. Um, but really awesome. I mean, it's, it's almost good enough that kids can watch it too. I mean, there's some... Some sketchy stuff, some deaths and things that are probably hard for them to watch. But the actual car chasing and stuff, really cool. That's already four. Nice. Um, the final thing is adult coloring books. So now that you're done snickering, it's not those kind where it's grown-ups in a lured embrace. It's literally these... It's a, it's a fad right now. I'm sure you guys have heard of it where you buy a coloring book. It's got like 300 pages of... Geometric designs, paisley, plants, flowers. Like it's grown-up style art that you color as an adult. Um, Steph, the girls, and I, we have a stack of them now. And every once in a while, we'll sit down and we'll just all sit around and color. Um, Steph is really into it. We've got in our uh, stairwell to the basement here, um, we're hanging what we've colored up there. She's got like six or seven pictures. I've got one because I am picking ones that are way super complicated and complex and take a really long time to color. So I'm I'm hitting some snags there, but I'm still thoroughly enjoying it. It's a great way to turn your brain off, relax for half hour, 45 minutes. Um, I've even thought about br- bringing it to work. And I understand there's even apps on the Kindle, on Android, iPhone, all that for coloring. I'm like, well, that might be kind of fun. You know, just plop down when I'm on break at work and uh, do some coloring. Um, One honorable mention that uh, I should have thrown out there is the book uh, Armada by Ernest Cline. It's the second book of his. Uh, The first one was Ready Player One, which I gush about all the time. The next one's called Armada. And it's the the premise is this one boy... I should say boy, he's a teenager, he's driving a car, is in school and he looks out and he sees a UFO outside his window. But it's not just any UFO, it's a UFO from a video game he plays regularly. Um, Kind of a Warhammer, uh, first person, uh, TIE fighter, shooter kind of game. So he's trying to figure out if he's cracking, like he's going crazy. And his father was kind of a nut bar too, explaining how Every video game that involves aliens and every movie that involves aliens and starships was all specifically engineered and put for us to prepare us for the oncoming alien invasion. Um, So now this boy, this kid's trying to figure out if he's going crazy or if this is really happening. So check it out. Um, I bought mine on, on my Amazon Kindle so I can read on my phone when I'm at work and stuff. Um, I highly recommend it right off the bat. It is an awesome book and it's a perfect follow-up to ready player one, which is again about a young man who, uh, the world has basically come crumbling down overpopulation, lack of resources. People are living in trailers that are stacked on top of each other, like 14, 15, 20 high, you know, but they all log into this place called Oasis and 
um, it's like an online utopia. It's like the Matrix, but you can plug in and out whenever you want. But people never want to leave because the real world is so crappy. Um, so this essentially became a 7x7. Seven seven. I apologize for that. Um, if I could knock anything off the list, I'd probably take Mad Max out, put in books by Ernie Klein. We'll just we'll, we'll do that. So um, Since I've already talked about that. Um, what are... Uh, Nick Wilson had a uh, had one for me. Any paper, pen and paper game. Uh, hold on, I gotta take a quick picture for my girlfriend. She asked what I'm up to, and I said I am podcasting. Um, Nick Wilson said any tabletop pen and paper game, which I totally agree. Um, I haven't played one in so long. My brother is working on a campaign for D&D, so that'll be fun. But he's going to have to help me create a character because I don't know how to do that. I started doing that on Gamma World, and I was totally confused as to how to do the math. So so that's from Nick Wilson. Uh, let's see. I don't think anybody else really posted anything on there. If I did, I apologize. Let me see. Um, I also posted on... Instagram and Twitter, and I didn't get any comments at all. Uh, friend of the show, Anthony, says... So I think that's Anthony. Uh, a Klingon dictionary, just in case. Uh, let's see. Anybody else? Hold on. I gotta... Oh, gosh. Shoot. Let, one final rest in peace. Um, the Route 29 Batman... Uh, I don't know if you've heard about that. It's this uh, Lenny Robinson who is very well-to-do, used his time to dress as Batman and visit kids in the hospital, uh, passed away in a car accident this week. So to me, that's a true superhero uh, has passed away. I, I just realized now because I'm looking at the Facebook feed trying to find posts that people have put for the show and then all of a sudden I, I realized that uh, that I uh, missed missed an opportunity there to bring up that he had sadly passed away in an accident. Um, let's see, where is that post? Breaking the show, breaking the show, going as fast as I can. Um, let's see, what else? thought there was one more i swear i thought mike had posted something let me see is it really that long ago that i said i was going to do this episode no oh my gosh it's <laughs> it's been several weeks very disappointed um so yeah i think that's it there wasn't a lot of feedback on that episode um, one final, uh, I have a nerd bucket list of things that I'd like to do before I die. And I got to check one off. We went to, uh, the world's lar or Minnesota's largest candy store and they had a TARDIS inside. Um, so I actually got to take a picture of myself inside a TARDIS. Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, last thing I'm going to throw out there before I get, get going. Um, Ended up being a bit longer, so this isn't really a mini-episode. I don't know if I can call them mini-sodes. 45 minutes is pushing it. Um, I have to do a little editing. I have to put stuff at the beginning that I skipped. This has been Nerd Mode, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can contact the show at nerdmode42 at gmail.com. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, at nerdmode. 
on Facebook. Just do a search for Nerd Mode. You can find it. Or go to the official website, www.nerd-mode.com. And, of course, there is all the links to everywhere you can go to connect with the show. Um, I'm going to be editing it very soon. I'm also going to hand hand over the keys to the the website to Ditsy B so she can add things. Uh, specifically, I'd like her to add her fan fiction she writes. She's a really good writer, and I'd like to put her have her own little corner of the page there. I'm also going to put the movie cast on there. Maybe our five by five lists. You know, I'm going to start adding what we talk about on the show to the website to give you more reason to go visit it. Um, so this has been Space Buck Chuck. Thanks for listening. And as usual, learn something about everything and everything about something. Everybody's gonna love today, gonna love today, gonna love today. Everybody's gonna love today, gonna love today. Anyway, you want to. Like there's so